Hello, ako si Judas Cavilan. Kayo ay nakikinig sa bagong Raffler Podcast episode kung saan nihimayin natin ang mga may init at mahalagang isyo sa Pilipinas. Ito ang Raffler's Newsbreak, Beyond the Stories. Sa episode na to, pag-uusapan natin ang celebrity endorsements ngayong 2022 elections. Hindi maikakailan na inaabangan ng marami talaga kung sino mga artista at celebrities ang mag-e-endorso at mga kampanya para sa mga kandidato ng tuwing eleksyon. Isa na ako dito sa mga avid followers ng mga celebrity endorsements during elections. Pero bakit nga ba malaking parte ng eleksyon sa Pilipinas ang celebrity endorsement? Bakit ito inaabangan ng mga tao across social classes? We will try to answer this and more kasama ang dalawang rappers na first time ata mag-guest sa Beyond the Stories. Una ay si Marjo De Leon, ang editor ng Life and Style and Entertainment Section na Rappler. Hi Margie! Kasama rin natin si Isa Abad, ang reporter ng Life and Style and Entertainment Section na Rappler. Hi Isa! So, excited ako na makausap kayo tungkol sa topic natin. Very, baka isipin ng mga tao na hindi talaga siya, hindi siya relevant topic ng eleksyon, pero on the contrary, sobrang, sobrang importante niya. For my first question is for Isa, paano mo i-describe ang atmosphere or arena ng celebrity endorsements ngayong 2022 elections? Siguro, can you describe yung pool ng endorsers ng bawat camps from Robredo to Marcos to Soto to Laxon? Uh, parang siguro medyo mahaba na kung i-state mo lahat ng mga endor- celebrities endorsements nila. Pero how will you describe each camp na roster nila? So, hi Judas. Hi everyone. Kumpare, isa sa mga napansin kasi natin sa campaign season na ito ay madami talagang entertainment personalities ang buka ngayon pagdating sa pagsasabi kung sino yung mga kandidato na i-endorse nila this election. Kung ipukumpara natin siya sa mga previous elections na yung usual pool of celebrity endorsers ay nakakahol lang sa pag-appear sa television advertisements o kaya sa mga posters, pagkanta ng jingles, or pag-attend ng rallies. What makes this campaign season different is that naging malaking instrumento yung mga personal social media accounts ng mga celebrities mismo pagdating sa pag-endorse ng mga candidates. Like, yung mismong tweet lang nila, isang Facebook post lang, o kahit yung Instagram story, talagang makakahakot sila ng reach sa mga followers nila. So, for this batch of presidentials and vice presidential candidates, napansin natin na yung camp mismo talaga ni na Robredo at Pangilinan, yung madaming celebrity endorsers. As early as October pa lang nga, nung sinabi na mismo ni Vice President Robredo na mag-run siya for presidency, ang dami na mismo mga artista yung nagpakita ng suporta sa kanya. And tumuloy yun hanggang ngayon na ongoing yung campaign season. Like, ang daming mga nag-a-attend, pumupunta sa kanyang mga sorties, sa mga rallies, and most of them nagsasabi nga na, ginagawa nila yun for free. Like, ilan sa mga big names na celebrity endorsers at supporters ni Robredo at Pangilinan ngayon ay sila Angel Oxine, Nadine Dustre, Cherry Pie Picache, Julina Magdangan. In fact, meron nga silang, di ba, merong Facebook page na celebrities for Lenny. Kasi ganun talaga, parang kung ikukumpile natin, ang dami talaga celebrities na nagpapakita ng supporta kila Robredo at Pangilinan. And then after that tandem, it was followed by Bongbong Marcos and Sara Duterte. In fact, yung dalawang pairs tan talaga na yun yung madaming celebrity endorsers for this batch. Like, ilan sa mga celebrity supporters talaga nila Marcos. Obviously, we have Tony Gonzaga, Carla Estrada, Robin Padilla, Sinora Honor nagpost ng naka-hoodie siya with BBM as a sign of support for Marcos and Duterte Tante. What we noticed kasi dun sa mga celebrity supporters ni Robredo at ni Marcos ay sobrang vocal nila sa pag explain kung bakit yun yung mga napiling candidate nila. Um, in comparison naman sa mga 
celebrity endorsers, especially for like Luxon and Soto, na medyo kontik lang yung pool of celebrity endorsers nila. In fact, yung mga nag-endorse sa kanila ay either katrabaho or kapamilya nila. We have Shara Soto, Pink Soto, Pauline Soto, tapos Eat Bulagahos, Wally Bayola, Jose Manalo, which we expect naman kasi obviously katrabaho at kapamilya nga nila yung mga pinok. So that's what we noted sa mga celebrity endorsers for this season. Yeah. So, Isa, you wrote a story on this. Pero in Philippines, alas yun, post-Marcos, that starts siguro kasi iba naman kasi yung environment ng showbiz nung 3986. Pero post-Marcos, gaano ba ka-importante ang celebrity endorsements? Gaano siya kalaking parte ng whole electoral system or yung circus na sinatabi nila involving elections? So, ayan kasi, after the martial law period, dun lang talaga mas naging accessible yung television para sa mass, di ba? I mean, yun yung naging main source of media para sa mga viewing public. Kaya mas talaga nabigyan ng exposure yung mga celebrities at television personalities. Dito rin natin nakita na mas madaming celebrities na ang pumapasok at nalalalo kapag nag-run sila sa elections. In fact, karamihan sa mga nakita nating tumakbo at nanalo sa politika ay either action stars, news anchors, athletes, di ba? And ano yung common sa mga taong to? They're the familiar faces para sa mga nanood. And these viewers are part of the voting body. So, yung star power na dala ng mga celebrities turned politicians, meron din ganun yung mga celebrity endorsers nila. Like, hindi pa tayo nakakita ng isang eleksyon na wala ni isang na never nagkaroon ng celebrity endorser kahit sinong candidate. So, that speaks volumes sa kung gaano ka-influential talaga ang entertainment pagdating sa politics. Yes. So, Margie, bakit tingin mo huge deal ang celebrity endorsements for Filipinos? Parang bakit tipong pag-election, one of the first things na may isip ng mga Pilipino, aside from, of course, sa uh, i-voto natin, ang mag-lead ng basa natin ay, unang may isip ng mga Pilipino ay ako, personally, unang isip ko, sino kaya mag-endorse ng artista dito? Saan right. natin ito i-attribute? Anong parang values or characteristics ng Filipino ang tumatama dito? I think it's more of, besides the fact na sobrang pop culture crazy ang mga Pinoy to begin with, like we're a very westernized, Hollywood-loving kind of culture. So that's one answer. Pero I think what's interesting in particular about yung mga celebrities dito sa Pilipinas, they really try to go out of their way to be accessible and to be likable and pang-relatable to their fans. Um, there's a level of hominess and trust na nabibuild between yung mga celebrities at yung mga fans nila as opposed to say sa Hollywood na hindi naman necessarily na bumababa sa level of the masses yung mga celebrities nila. Not necessarily. So like, yun. So parang mas familial yung relationship ng mga celebrities dito sa Pilipinas and their fans. So when a celebrity does something like endorse a candidate, when a celebrity does something beyond their their job of of acting or or performing, their fans take it seriously then. Parang their fans take their private lives as as personally as they do yung work ng celebrity na yun. If I can go off on like a tiny bit of a tangent like Isipin mo na we don't really have like highbrow actors here in the mm-hmm. Philippines. Like kahit sa mga indie, like super indie movies natin, like Love Diaz and Candela Cruz and whatever. Like yung mga stars nila, mga sobrang mainstream actors pa. And like for example, si Love Diaz, di ba may Piolo Pascual. Parang, so we really don't have that concept of 
ang celebrities natin are not like us. Like, sobrang our celebrities always have to be like us. So whatever celebrities do, yun nga, is actually very important to Filipinos. Yes. Do you think that part that you mentioned na uh, celebrities in the Philippines are most of the time just like us, trying to relate to us? Is this for the better or for the worse? Or it's parang mixed bag siya? My gut feel says it's disingenuous because, <laughs> I mean, clearly, celebrities' life is nowhere near ordinary Filipinos' life. And I also want to add that our politics is also very personality-based. Like, it's not platform-based at all, diba? Like, it's really just a matter of your face and and your ano and how charismatic you are. So, of course, kung personality-based in politics natin, it goes hand in hand. Na na personalities, other personalities, other celebrities will factor then how it will in, it will help influence yung popularity ng isang candidate. So, ayun parang instead of platforms, we have celebrities basically yeah. to boost yes and malaking prosyento ng voting population ngayon ay kabataan no so marami sa kanila hindi siguro aware sa past elections before even yeah. 2016 or 2010 yeah, yeah. yeah. so parang do you remember an election in the philippines na of course post marcos so sobrang laking factor ang celebrity endorsements and i know isa mentioned this a while ago na yung sa context ng social media pero mm-hmm. tingin mo aside from that gaano kaiba yung noon sa nakikita mo ngayon? Well, it's not too far back na the example that I can think of is actually not too far back. It's the Duterte, it's the 2016 elections mm-hmm. that I think was particularly celebrity heavy then. Prior to that, parang hindi ganun ka, ka ano eh, matunog yung celebrity endorsements as much. Pero like, I think, yun nga, yung sabi ni Isa na parang the power of social media really helped make celebrity endorsements just as influential. Like, Do you remember dun sa Duterte campaign, ang kumakalat noon yung, ang tawag dun yung parang may template ka, yung meme na I am a Filipino and my president is Duterte. Yeah. So parang dun kumalat yung parang nakikita mo na even celebrities were using that template. And I think that really caught on. So parang that was one vehicle through which parang nagiging importante tuloy sa mga tao kung ano yung, kung sinong um, presidential, presidential yung ini-endorse ng Uh, ng celebrity. So, and in particular, si Duterte was really had a lot of celebrity endorsers mm-hmm. under his belt. Like, so let me just pull up this list. Like, he had Katrina Halili. He had, ironically, Oyo Boy Soto and Christine Hermosa. He had Mark Pingris. Sino ba ba? Vice Ganda dati. Isa Segura, of course. Carlos Agassi. <laughs> he was still relevant then. Maybe. I don't know. Annabel Rama. Arnel Ignacio, ayun. So, ang dami niyang supporters, at least at the time. Tapos, their support actually parang rolled into actual government service, actual government positions. I think this is something na talagang sa Duterte administration talaga nakita. So, ang pinaka-example dyan, like for example, si Mocha Uson, of course, like yeah. before Mocha Uson was just like, part of Mocha Girls. She was a sexy dancer or entertainer. And parang fast forward to now, she is the peace part of OWA, of the Overseas Workers Welfare Association. And dati PCOO. Tapos si Liza Dino, yung jowa ni Isa Segura. She is FDCP chair. Tapos si Arnel Ignacio, then he also has a government position. Si Cesar Montano, he also has a government position. Yeah. So, yeah. So parang nakikita mo talaga na o nga, ang laki ng star power ng Duterte administration. And I really can't think of another 
what you call this administration that had that pull. Parang mas intensya than let's say the first first time or one of the first time at least recent history na tumakbuang sang artista si FPJ. Yeah. Of course, naman naalala ko lang na kasama niya ay yung mga ka, kabats ng mga action star or mga yeah. star. Pero unlike Duterte na cuts across age na ang dami sumuporta sa kanya artista across all age group, mm-hmm. talaga kakaiba si Duterte. Yeah, I think, kasi I don't think FPJ had much of a, pag si Duterte, I mean, say, say what we will about like us not having platforms. He kind of had a platform, which is changes coming. Alam mo yun, parang, parang he had a hook. He had yeah. a hook, unlike FPJ. So I guess that's why he got so popular. Yes. So this next question is for both of you, Isa and Margino. Ano yung pros and cons of relying on celebrity endorsement? Siguro this is for on the POV of a candidate or a camp or someone na, ayun, siguro yun muna tayo kasi we'll discuss later yun naman sa POV ng isang voter. So yun muna tayo. Ano yung parang pros and cons? So let's start with Isa. So obviously, the biggest advantage of having a celebrity endorser is the exposure that a candidate will get once they tap a big celebrity endorser. So usually, kapag madami yung following ng isang celebrity endorser, they can tap, they can reach the audiences that the candidates that the candidates won't be able to reach unless they have celebrity endorser's help. So remember, I think it's sa mga notable instances ay si Ralph Recto, nag-campaign siya as Mr. Bill Masantos, analyst saying that si Jambi Madrigal nanalo raw for the 2004 senatorial election dahil in-endorse ni Judy Ann Santos. Tapos, in the recent years, isa si Chris Aquino sa talagang mga in-demand the celebrity endorsers. In fact, nakita natin siya na present sa Tarlac Rally ng Robredo at Pangilinan Camp. And based on Twitter trends, isa sa mga top trends ngayon, which shows na talagang relevant pa rin si Tita Chrissy kahit hindi na siya nag-a-appear sa TV or mainstream media in the recent years. So, even politicians know kung gaano ka-importante yung exposure na makukuha nila sa paggamit sa showbiz. In fact, naalala pa natin na sila yung mga kandidato katulad nila, Grace Poe, Alan Peter Cayetano, even had like MMK episodes of themselves. Yes. Kasi just weeks before the campaign period, I mean, diba, isa na yun sa isang klase yan ng showbiz endorsement. Kahit hindi sila baited din nag-use ng isang celebrity endorser. So aside from the exposure rin, pwedeng ma-influensya ng isang celebrity endorser yung image ng isang kandidato, kung paano siya ipiperceive ng mga tao. Kasi di ba usually kapag yung mga celebrity endorsers natin may parang clean reputation o kaya may hero persona, which we'll discuss later, parang medyo na-associate yun ng mga voters sa kung paano nila tinitingnan yung isang kandidato. In the 2013 elections, remember si... Coco Martin, ang isa sa mga big celebrity endorser ni Sonny Angara. To the point na pinakage rin siya ng PR team niya as like Pinoy heartthrob, next Pinoy idol. Just like how people perceive Coco Martin at that time. Isa pang advantage, I think, for the celebrity endorsers is they have the power to persuade and educate lalo na yung mga young voters in having them participate in the elections. For example, again, si Sonny Angara, ang dami niya celebrity endorsers. Meron siyang campaign na nag-center on youth campaigns. Tapos sa mga ginamit niyang celebrity endorser ay sila Sarah Hedronimo and Julia Montes, which at that time ay sobrang sikat for the teen audiences. In the 2016 elections, we saw Katniel endorse Mar Rojas at Lenny Robredo. And ngayon na naman, we have Donnie Pangilinan as one of the teen celebrity endorsers for Kiko Pangilinan. So 
ang dami talagang pwedeng maging advantages if gumagamit ang isang, if meron ang isang kandidata na isang celebrity endorser. Yeah. Parang, do you see something na, I mean, bad? Kasi, I remember yung you mentioned uh, nga si Katniel, yung con si Katniel yeah. 2016, yeah. sobrang nabas sila. Uh-huh. Kahit naman kasi gumamit ang isang kandidato ng celebrity endorser, it doesn't necessarily equate na magkatanstate yung votes or yung supporters ng bawat celebrity endorser sa votes na makukuha nila from the voting public. Lalo na ngayon kasi yung mga supporters talaga ay more critical na sa kung sino yung kandidatong gusto nilang butohin na not necessarily na kapag nag-endorse ang isang celebrity yung pinafollow nila, yun agad yung ibuboto nila. As mentioned rin na Kathniel in 2016, super talagang nabash sila, like nagkaroon ng mixed reaction yung voting public nung nag-endorse sila. Kasi at the time, they were young. Tsaka, I think first time yun na may ganong kalaking love team yung biglang nag-endorse sa ng isang presidential at vice presidential candidate. So, medyo... Were they even, ano, were um, they even, could they even vote at that time? Like, were they even of legal yeah, they age? Were. Uh, they, were they were of legal age na... I think, yun yung, kaya nga, medyo hindi rin masyadong naging okay yung perception ng mga tao. Kasi at the time, parang, they're just saying that they were too young yeah. or their supporters are hindi pa naman of pwede na bumoto. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tapos ayun, I guess, isa sa mga nakikita na nga natin ngayon, kasi ang dami rin celebrity endorsers is, marami nagsasabi na yung mga pumupunta raw sa mga rallies ay usually for the celebrities lang, not necessarily for the platforms or for the candidate itself. Pero ayun, marami yung celebrity endorsers mismo yung nagde-debunk ng ganong opinion ng mga tao. Kesyo, ano naman kung ganon yung reason ng pagpunta ng mga tao dun sa mga sorties? I mean, either way, nakakapakinig din naman sila ng mga platforms ng mga tao. And yun lang, yeah. yun lang for me. Yeah. Before I go to Margie, meron isang comment nagsabi siya, ang Lenny Radis nga parang asap natin to. And we know naman, exactly. di ba? Exactly, ang dami. Oo, uh, and... And I think that's why marami rin talaga na nag-endorse kay Lenny kasi we know what happened under Duterte sa ABS-CBN. Wala ng franchise, marami na lay-off, marami mga nawala na tigil ang mga shows. Pero it's natural na they will support someone oh. na they think will yeah, no. help them in the future. Pero so Margie, ikaw, ano nakikita mong pros and cons dito given na you have a long, well, not to sound that uh, you're older, pero get some experience ka na yun. Do we have to put this in? Okay, fine. <laughs> so parang fine. ano yung mga uh, historical viewpoint tayo, yung mga pros and cons na nagkita mo pagdating sa celebrity endorsements. Well, ano, dun sa pro na nakikita ko, uh, well, na-mention, na-touch on na ni Isa to, pero does just the celeb social media followers, just that alone, is such a huge deal for a presidential candidate. And it can actually, parang once they have that kind of celebrity endorser, they can utilize that even when they're in office. Na like I remember, you know, I remember even did a study on sa Twinmark Enterprises when si Paolo Avellino, yung parang official verified page niya got parang over two million pesos over two years yeah. because his page carried like pro Duterte content. So ayon, so parang it's a content game, it's a content war. And lalo na ngayon, so just getting any celebrity that has a ton of followers is already a big win. Doesn't matter who that celebrity is or or what the celebrity has done, just just the literal parang the algorithm is on his side. Kung na nakikita ako is if you're one of those like sincere, one of those rare sincere candidates who actually cares about people learning about their platform, there's a chance na the celebrities might overshadow yung platform yun yung parang people might lalo na since we're yun nga we're celebrity obsessed here people might 
latch on more to the fact as certain candidates are endorsed by certain celebrities and they won't think about the platform that much. They won't put that too much into consideration. That's just my fear lang. That's just uh, an informed hypothesis. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Thank you. Look at the point to doon nga talaga na baka nga may chance na matakpan yung platform mo. But at the same time, hindi mo maiakila yung influence or yung yeah. contribution na bibigay sa'yo. So parang magkaganong ka ng iwi-way mo talaga as a candidate talaga kung ano gusto mo mangyari. But uh, unfortunately, we've seen in the past talaga na malaking way yung celebrity endorsements. So uh, coming from that, so anyone can answer it with your Margie Isa or Barigay Pareho. For you, what makes a perfect celebrity endorser? Let's start with Margie. If, for example, if I were a presidential yeah. candidate, of course, the perfect celebrity endorser would be someone who has a clean record, as in no criminal record whatsoever. Someone who has nga, no crimes, who's also, of course, relatable to as broad an audience as possible. And someone who is, for me, most importantly, someone who is eloquent. Because if I ever got celebrity endorser, I would want that person to be able to properly communicate yung platform ko as opposed to just saying like Margie rules ganun. so yeah that would be the perfect endorser for me but that's also a perfect world wherein presidential candidates actually care about that kind of stuff so Par- yes uh, parang yung sinasabi mo no like i'm not naming names pero makikita mo talaga la, y- yung uh, difference ng sabi mo na person na eloquent enough to convey yung platform messaging ng kandidato. So, puso lang kita natin sa certain camps na kakanta, kakanta, kakanta. Right. Sayaw, sayaw, sayaw. Tapos, parang yun na parang wala silang parang effort to insert man lang yung messaging ng kandidato nila. As opposed, compared to like, to other candidates na kita natin, na kunyan, for example, sa River Maya, kakansila liwanag sa dilim, which is very aligned with what Robredo is promoting. So paring ayun I'm not going to name uh, the other candidate yeah, pero gets pero, na mo siguro ng mga tao yun kung ano yung little uh, hope ko. Correct. Sabay-sabay. <laughs> so isa ikaw, uh, what for you is a perfect celebrity endorser? Ang hirap naman yung perfect pero I guess kung titingnan natin yung perspective ng mga politiko, choosing a face of a campaign, nakadepende talaga siya sa crowd na tina-target mo. I think isa sa pinakamalaking factors na dapat kinoconsider nila is gano'n ba ka-familiar or relatable yung isang celebrity sa target audience ng isang politiko. I mean, obvious naman na, yun, as I've mentioned kanina yung parang hero image ng mga celebrities. Like, kasi diba, as what you've noticed sa mga nalong politiko, usually celeb action stars sila na Tipong parang may, ewan ko, parang obsessed lang yung mga tao sa idea na they can fight for you, they can like protect you from anything else. So, ganun yung image na medyo napapansin natin sa most of the celebrity endorsers na ginagamit ng mga politicians. I mean, hello, andyan si Coco Martin, si yeah. Angel of Scene, na super, sabi niya mismo, siya mismo nagsabi sa Instagram story niya na it's her first time support blatantly support a presidential candidate. In fact, nag-ano pa siya, nag-comment pa siya na kung bakit na si Vice President Lenny Robredo yung sinusuportahan niya. And I think isa rin yun sa example na kung gano'n dapat ka-eloquent yung isang celebrity mm-hmm. sa pag-endorse ng isang candidate. In fact, kapag titingnan mo sa Twitter, lalo na kapag sorties ng Robredo and Panginan Camp, ang daming nag-compliment kay Sharon Coneta kapag pinapakilala niya si Kiko Panginan, yung husband niya. Parang ang daming, I've read a tweet before na she's able to relate to the audience na parang hindi talaga siya, may, may ibang klase si Ate Shawi 
may mega star factor talaga siya na nakaka-relate yung mga tao. Kahit nanonood lang sila from like live streams ng sorties ng Robredo and Pangilinan Camp. So ayun, as mentioned rin ni Margie, obviously wala pa tayo nakakita celebrity endorsers na may cases ng like criminal records or yung mga kahit yung parang mga bad boy images lang or like, di ba, yung mga kontrabida usually yeah. kapag sa mga teleserye at mga movies, hindi pa, parang I can't recall any celebrity na kilala natin as a kontrabida and most of us like acting career and talagang naging effective celebrity endorser. So, yeah. ayun. Tanungin niyo ako kung sino yung perfect celebrity endorser ko. Who, Jadez? Sino? Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, okay. Right. okay. So, coming from that, like from Taylor Swift, if you pano nyo yung Miss America na documentary niya, may hmm. part to na deliberate siya kung aawain ba niya si Trump or magiging mas outspoken siya sa politics niya. Hmm. Kasi we know Taylor Swift comes from a family na very conservative yung genre niya ay conservative talaga. So, her speaking out is talagang parang a welcome development kasi ilang taon din na parang naging tahimik si Taylor sa politics. So, Coming from that, no, curious din ako sa Pilipinas kung may ganun din bang mga deliberations ang mga artista. So, Isa, yun nga, pag-usapin natin to Isa, uh, usually, beyond, of course, sa gusto ko na unang artista ho and I support you, aside from that personal preference, what usually goes into the deliberations ng endorsements? Siyempre, alam natin na celebrities are usually may mga kontrata sila with commercial products, companies. Usually ba, na-take ito consideration nito, may mga nagiging problema ba dahil sa mga kontrata? Kasi, I know, I don't know if this is true, pero di ba minsan may mga ibang kontrata na may non-political clause? I think si Chris Aquino nag-mention ito before na hindi siya nakapag-something dahil nga may ganun. So, talaga bang may ganito nangyayari behind or behind closed doors sa mga talks sa discussions, Isa? Ang hirap rin kasi talaga sabihin ko ano yung mga factors na kinoconsider ng bawat celebrities before they endorse a political candidate. Kasi in the recent years, hindi naman talaga masyadong... I mean, hindi naman talaga sila masyado nag-explain as to bukod sa sabihin na it's based on their pre- personal like personal preference. Yun yung mostly sinasabi ng mga celebrity endorsers ngayon. Na most of them are resonating with their chosen candidates, na they believe na out of all the candidates, ito talaga yung politician na credible and capable enough, enough to push their platforms. Pero what we think, diba, hypothesis na, na I guess, isa sa dapat mga factors na kinoconsider ng celebrities ay dapat kung in terms of the celebrity POV, paano ba ito makaka-apekta sa image nila? Mm-hmm. Image nila mismo kapag nag-endorse sila ng isang kandidato? Kasi, di ba, they have to think if mababash pa sila ng, ng publiko, makakancel ba sila ng mga tao, mas okay ba na hindi na lang nila involve yung sarili nila sa politics? Kasi di ba, we've seen several cases naman ng mga celebrities na inatake ng publiko dahil sa pagpapakita nila ng support sa isang candidate. As we've mentioned before, we have Katniel in Quentin na they were even branded as dilawa, na dapat nanahimik na lang raw sila. They're too young to do anything at all. Diba? In October, si Carla Estrada naman mm-hmm. inatake ng mga Katniel fans after siya. Hanggang ngayon, kine-question ko pa rin, bakit siya nag-file ng certificate of a nominee ng isang party list na mismo nag-reject ng renewal ng ABS-CBN franchise. Yeah. So, it's mo rin naman kung bakit siya inatake ng mga fans mismo. Kasi, hello, Bakit? Yeah. Tapos, in terms of the contract ng mga celebrities, I can't recall talaga na may celebrity endorser na na-pull out ng specific brand endorsements after showing support for a candidate. I think we've researched yan kasi parang it's either hindi talaga siya nakoconfirm. Like, diba, usually kapag mga ganong cases kasi 
yung mga brands either quiet tea nagdedelete yeah. nagdedelete lang ng mga advertisements nila with a certain celebrity so i mean for example in the case of Tony Gonzaga recently lang diba she stopped hosting PBB a show that she hosted for like more than 15 years after showing support for Bombo Marcos diba i mean sinabi na Ang sabi-sabi, she voluntarily stepped down now from the show for a named reason. Pero obviously, as viewers, hindi natin mahiwala yung idea na it happened kasi magkaiba yung beliefs niya sa paniniwala ng show mismo. Kasi after she stepped down, may pa-show force pa yung PBB na kasi ganito raw yung beliefs na kasi may integrity raw sila, ganun. So, although most of the time, we can't really confirm kung paano ba naapektuhan yung isang celebrity endorser kapag nagpapakita sila ng support sa mga candidates sa nakapagdating sa mga non-political endorsements nila. Isa pa nalalang recent instance, yung kumalat na publicity materials ng mga bands performing for Unity yeah. 40. Uh-huh. ba Parang, I think isa sa mga ilan sa mga na-mention doon ay Kamikaze, Four of Spades, Parokya ni Edgar. Nung dinibunk nila yung kumakalat na picture na yun, hindi naman talaga sila nagsabi na kung sino yung mga kandidato na ibuboto nila. Pero they at least took a stand on who they're not voting for. ba Parang, yung drummer nga ng Kamikaze, nagsabi pa siya na never raw sila magpaparticipate sa ganong kampanya ng mentioned candidates. Like, he even used the terms mga sinungaling and we are not for sale. So parang, although hindi natin alam kung kanino ba talagang candidate yung sinusuportahan nila, at least we have an idea so, sa kung sino yung mga hindi nila sinusuportahan ever at all, yeah. as they've mentioned. So ayun. Yes. I think the next question ko is an elephant in the room, yung pera. Paano ba kalaharan pagdating sa elections? Talaga totoo ba talaga may mga celebrity na nakakuha ng pera? And is it possible, Isa, na for celebrities to really get nothing when they are endorsing or when they are performing in campaigns. We don't know. <laughs> hindi ko hindi ko hindi na naman natin ma-confirm kasi wala pa talagang celebrity na mismong umamin na hey, ganito yung nakukuha ko, na hey, may nakukuha ko, hey, bayadalan na ako ng ganitong candidate. I mean, obviously, ang idea lang natin is that celebrity endorsers, kasi syempre, they took the time, they took the effort to attend sorties, to endorse a candidate. Parang, syempre, hindi natin mawala, hindi mawala sa idea natin na they're bound by a contract. Na parang, either way, they'll receive an honorarium, di ba? Parang, lalo na ngayon na parang pag-inisip natin na pag ganito ka-exclusive yung isang celebrity endorser sa isang candidate, ibig sabihin, mas malaki yung makukuha niya sa kampanya. Pero kasi, ayun, hindi yun talaga natin ma-confirm. In fact, merong 2007 article yung PEP dati na nagsasabi na si... Sarah Jeronimo raw ay nakakuha ng milyong-milyong pera dahil sa pag-endorse niya kay Sonny Angara. Pero Sarah herself denied that. Like, di niya naman kinonfirm. Si Mar Rojas din, nung 2016, sinabi niya na wala raw money involvement yung cast niya nung nag-endorse sila. So, ayun, hindi kasi natin, hindi hindi talaga natin masasabi. Hindi natin, unless, unless the celebrities confirm it themselves. So, ganun rin yung nangyayari ngayon sa campaign season. To, si Tony, yesterday, naalala ko lang, nakita ko lang na in yesterday's sortie ng Uniteam, diba, tinanong niya yung mga tinanong niya yung mga attendees na payad ba tayo, diba, parang nagsabi nga raw siya, nagsabi pa siya nun na wag na lang raw pansinin yung mga ganong komento. Tapos, ganun din yung narrative ng mga Robredo supporters, celebrity supporters. Um, madami sila nagsasabi na hindi nga raw sila ba yeah, just like um, hours before, like kanina around 7pm, nagpost si Angel Oxine ng isang video, campaign video, tapos 
supporting um endorsing Lenny Dobredo. Tapos ang dami superstars star started ng video na yon. We have Margie Sakal, Isa Calzado, Julia Barreto, Jane De Leon, Angelica Pakanitan. Talagang super big celebrity names. Tapos lahat sila they're rallying behind Robredo. And the video campaign ended with a note na walang ni isang walang ni isang binayaran dito. Walang kapalit kundi pag-asa. Ganun yung sinabi nila. So talagang sinasabi nila that they're doing it for free. Even yung mga bands and performers sa mga sorties, ganun rin yung mga sinasabi na wala raw silang talent pinam nakukuha. Um, kanina lang nakita ko si Jason D, singer Jason D, nag-tweet pa siya na he'll voluntarily perform sa Kamanava Rally ng Rubredo. Um, saying na wala naman yun. Parang since volunteer yun, di ba? Parang we can, it's, parang, it's a way of saying na rin na wala siyang makukuhan talent. So ayun, ang hirap lang, ang, don't think we'll ever know talaga kung magkano ba or if may makukuha ba talaga silang talent fees sa pag-endorse sa isang candidate. Pero parang naging ano na, no, ammunition na talaga yung kung may nakukuha ang sang tao, like from, from the hindi kami bayad chance sa mga campaign rallies to celebrities saying agad na hindi sila bayad para nag-endorse sila. And we know sa galing to kasi naging part siya ng disinfo network ng other camp na we know na naman kung sino nakaka-benefit sa malawakang disinformation network ngayong elections. I won't name names kasi baka mas lumawak pa ang network niya pag pinangalanan natin siya. Pero, Margie, what should yep. the public be worried of when it comes to celebrity endorsements? Like, ano dapat yung consideration nila pag nalalaman nila or susubaybayan nila mga celebrity endorsements? What the most important thing that people should understand is that which celebrities endorse your candidate has nothing to do with how well your candidate can perform if they get elected into office. Parang at the end of the day, no matter what celebrities or anyone says about a candidate, it is all up to the candidate to prove na they are worth your vote, diba? So I think at the end of the day, that's really what you have to remember. Parang you can't get a good idea of their potential to be good public servants based on how popular the celebrity who endorsed you is, diba? Yeah. Parang instead, you get that from your track record, from the government people that these candidates work with instead of the just, just celebrities and how well they are able to explain their own platforms and their own plans and defend their stances in debates, for instance. So, yun, I think at the end of the day, parang you really have to remember na as fun as it is to see the celebrities during campaign sorties, to know that your favorite celebrity also supports your favorite candidate, at the end of the day, it is really down to that person and that person's political team and what they can do for you and for the country. Yes. And for my last question, well, personally, hindi pa naman ako nakakaano nito, pero for sure, maraming mga kababayan natin na public na humarap ng ganitong dilemma. Hopefully, hindi naman ako humarap sa ganito. Hindi naman siguro mag-e-endo siya, Taylor Swift, na mag-e-endo ako sino kaling. So, Isa, Marzi, for my last question, what do you think a fan should do if a celebrity na he or she looks up to or follows closely suddenly endorses a candidate na salungat sa morals, ideas na pinilalaman mo? What should they do? Tingin mo, hindi mapasok yung boycott ba? Cancel culture or what? Let's start with Isa. Hindi ko alam. Buti na lang. Buti na lang yung mga fans na nainito. Buti na lang yung never pa ako nag-cancel ng isang idol. I mean, kasi ngayon, I mean, I don't want to name names, pero... Obvious naman ngayon na parang may mga recent celebrities na nakakantel just because they're endorsing a certain candidate. 
honestly, parang, di ba, ang dami rin nagsasabi na hindi naman kasi effective talaga yung cancel culture. Maraming nagsasabi na we should try to educate them. Bakit ba? Why are they supporting these certain candidates? Pero ang hirap naman yun as a fan. Like, paano mo ba i-approach yung, paano mo ba i-approach yung artista mo na, hoy, bakit yan? Di ba? Paano ka makapag-discussion sa kanila? So, hindi ko rin talaga alam. <laughs> Tapos, ayun lang, feeling ko, ang hirap din kasi i-gauge na parang feeling ko nakadepende rin siya sa like, gano'n ba kasalungat yung morals or ideals mo sa certain candidates. Like, feeling ko naman meron tayong mga beliefs na medyo debatable na parang pwede pang i-compromise. Pero, obviously, meron tayong mga no, dead ends na to, na yeah. once na nagpakita ka ng support sa ganitong candidate. Diba? Parang hindi mo na rin maiwasan na talagang ibuboycott or i-cancel mo sila despite. Pero nakapag talagang, wow, grabe sila makasupport. Parang, oh, <laughs> hindi yeah. mo alam bakit. You, you, can, you really diba? have parang, to draw. You really have to draw so the line have, somewhere. Oh. Hmm, you have to draw the line somewhere. So, ayun, bahala ka na. Choice mo na yan. Ang hirapin kasi yung ihiwalay yung art sa artist. Diba? Like, not just in celebrities in politics. Pero, in general, na parang, paano mo ba? Oo, hanggang ngayon, yun pa rin naman yung tanong natin. So, ibabalik ko na lang sa panahon. Teach us out. Yeah. Margie, ikaw, anong take mo dito sa, kunyari, for example, sino bang, ano mo, sino bang favorite artist mo? Si, yeah. ang sino Oasis, ba? Oasis, biglang Oasis. mag-endor. Well, well ang, Oasis, ang Oasis naman, medyo may problematic politics din talaga sila, no? Yeah. Actually, yeah. actually, I was about to say that, unlike Isa, I actually have a lot of experience liking people who are problematic. <laughs> like, liking celebrities that are problematic. Like, I remember when when Louis C.K. was cancelled. For for good reason naman, as in sobrang bastos ng ginawa niya. But I remember when that happened, I was like, I was heartbroken. And I had a really, parang may crisis of conscience talaga ako. That question kasi makes me remember, yun nga, yung, yung cancel culture and how I was able to reconcile my feelings with that. After reading this article, na I'm, I'm sorry, but I can't remember who wrote it. But it was an American who said na it's okay for you to like, to still continue liking yung yung celebrity na na-cancel in the sense na you still, pang, how you experience that celebrity's art is something that is personal to you and is something that you own. So, parang hindi na yun, hindi na yun tungkol dun sa mismong celebrity in per se. But parang, for example, certain musician who became problematic, parang how you related, parang does that mean na just because na-cancel na yung musician na yun, does that mean na you can't listen to his songs anymore or you can't Parang, parang sobrang tainted na or invalid na yung mga feelings mo about his song. Parang no, that doesn't take away from the fact na you live through a particular experience with that piece of art. So for me, um, Isa, parang I can see how you can separate the art from the artist in that sense na you make it a personal thing, you make it about you. So to go back to yung, kung, for example, an artist supports a candidate you don't like, yun nga, parang you can still like the artist's work you don't have to like their politics. Pero siguro, like, maybe moving forward, hindi ka na magsusupport sa artist na yun. Pero whatever you like of the artist from before, hindi naman yun manedicate. You can still like four sisters and a wedding. <laughs> For example. Just putting it out there. Ayun. Like, very specific instance that I can think of is the Senyas. Si Robert Senya at si Isai Alvarez. 
na I super admired them pag when they perform sa PETA. Like, for example, dun sa Rock of Ages most recently. Like, ang husay-husay nila. Like, sobrang power couple yun para sa akin. And yun nga, pag it turns out that they supported a president that I didn't I don't support personally. So, and they performed in the recent BBM Sara rallies they were they were performing. And that kind of made me very confused because as theater actors, specifically as PETA theater actors, wherein PETA is such a human rights, parang for the oppressed kind of theater company, parang that really kind of broke my brain. So, ayun, parang iniisip ko na lang na I will still admire their work dun sa Rock of Ages, for instance. But moving forward, they clearly showed their hypocrisy. So, hindi ko na sila i-follow moving on. Pero I won't say na parang pangat yung ginawa nila sa Rock of Ages because, frankly, they did well. Parang ganun. Yeah. So, Ayun. Uh, I will keep that in mind if Taylor Swift suddenly endorses si Donald uh, Trump Jr. Si Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah. <laughs> so, napahat-daming so, factors, napahat-daming considerations sa so dapat kawin when it comes to discussing celebrity endorsement kasi hindi siya black and white lang. Eh. Hindi siya parang one take lang yun na yun. Napahat-daming kailangang i-consider bago tayo mag-come into a conclusion regarding sa issues surrounding celebrity endorsements. So, dahil nga election nito at maraming ba dapat diskusyon nandito, pwede kayo sumali sa Rappler Facebook group on elections. Ito yung PH vote sa Facebook ito and sa comment section for easier access. At kung gusto naman na mahipagtalakayan tungkol sa iba't ibang issue sa Pilipinas, pinat be direct elections, pwede kayo sumali sa Rappler room. And, ayun, maraming salamat Margie and Lisa for joining me today. Napakadami mo natutunan pagdating sa, of course, uh, what goes in uh, endorsement and yung cancel culture and what should I do if suddenly Taylor Swift decides to support Marjorie <laughs> Taylor Greene or Taylor <laughs> Donald Trump gets. Pero like, yes. if si Taylor Swift says, so baka maging ano na ako, maging maga girl na ako if ever. Oh my God. <laughs> Thank you so much for having us and I'm so happy that LSE gets to participate yes. in Beyond the Stories. This is such a historical moment. Yes. Yeah, I think you want to promote something on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> well, ano, uh, speaking of podcast, please follow I've Got an Opinion, which is our podcast for people who have varying and very different beliefs. So I interview all kinds of people with very ano, unusual beliefs, like what they call this, people who love BDSM, atheists, ano pa ba, people who refuse to have kids, stuff like that, in that, that kind of jam. Ayun. And also, please go to Rappler's lifestyle and entertainment pages because we have a lot of awesome articles there, including a lot of K-pop and fandom stuff that this Isa is in charge of. And it's so, it's so malaman and it's so, ang, ang, ang dami mo talaga matutunan tukol sa K-pop dahil, dahil sa kanya, na, nahook na rin ako dun sa K-pop fandom. So I'm sure that the moment you start reading her stuff, ikaw na rin. Yes. Thank you listeners for tuning in. If you would like to be updated on this and other issues, huwag kalimutan na i-follow ang Rapper and News Race sa Facebook, pati na rin sa Twitter. Kung gusto mo na access to exclusive content and events, pwede ka sumali sa Rapper Plus. Kung meron ka namang gusto na topic that you think we should discuss in our podcast, pwede ka mag-email sa investigative at rapper.com. Again, I am Jules Gavilan, and this is Newsbreak Beyond the Stories. If you enjoyed this podcast, help us continue to do what we do by contributing to Rappler. You can support us by making a donation of any amount through rplr.co slash support Rappler. That's rplr.co slash support Rappler. Or click on the link in the description. Your donation directly supports fearless, independent journalism in the Philippines.